Be delighted this holiday season at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops, light displays, hot chocolate, and a warm treat. The winter village offers playtime for the entire family. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 17th. Get your tickets now at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Boom. We're live on all of them. Okay, hey, what's going on, guys? This is Bishop Foreman. We are live on both YouTube and Periscope. Good to see you uh, tonight. Of course, as you may or may not know, Facebook is down and Instagram is down. We are having a blizzard here in Denver, Colorado, which, praise God, and it's just about over, and uh, and so we're so grateful for that. Listen, as you are coming in, again, it's going to take uh, folks a few minutes because they have got to adjust to where we are at tonight, uh, but I certainly want to hear from you and uh, want to know where you're watching from. So as you're coming in, I want you to just simply let me know where you are watching from. Same thing if you're on Periscope. We're back on Periscope. I got two going at the same time. We're back on Periscope because for a while we got off of Periscope. But people were asking us to get back on it, and so we're back on Periscope. So I need y'all to give me some hearts, some loves, and hit those three buttons on Periscope and share it on YouTube. I see you in Houston, the Woodlands. I see you. Keep on coming in, guys. I want you to talk to me tonight. Again, we are doing Wednesday Night Live all online tonight because... We are uh, in the middle of a blizzard, a, uh, a bomb blizzard, I think is what they call it, based on uh, the way the pressure drops so quickly. But anyway, we're glad to be live. So listen, come, as you're coming in, just let me know who, uh, where you're watching from. And do me a favor, share this video tonight. I want you to share this video tonight uh, with as many people as possible. You want to be able to do that. Somebody says, I was ready to come to the church. Oh, no, no, no. We sent you out a text and a mobile push. Facebook and Instagram are down, so we could not update Facebook nor Instagram to, to, to let you know uh, that we were um, that we were there. But uh, please make sure that you uh, that you are aware of, of that. Uh, and uh, uh, make sure you don't subscribe to our text group. Please do that. Just text Harvest to five nine seven six nine, and you'll be able to do that. That's all you got to do. Text Harvest to five nine seven six nine. And you'll be able to do that. So please make sure uh, that you are mindful of that. Hey, listen again. Hey, comfy at home in Aurora. I see you, Aurora, Woodlands, Texas, Indiana. Y'all keep, as you come again, again, please share this. I need you to share this on YouTube. I don't know exactly what you do to share it, but I need you to share it. I need you to share it. And then same thing. Hey, DFW, good to see you. Got the text. Awesome. Good to see that Colorado Springs. Again, we're doing this tonight. Normally, we would be live from the auditorium of the Aurora campus, but tonight, 
We're coming to you live uh, from YouTube, and uh, also we're doing Periscope because of the uh, uh, blizzard that's going on here in Denver, which I saw the streets um, from this evening. It looks like it's already out, so let's give God praise for that. Can we say thank you to God? Uh, for there not being an interrupt or, or there not being, to our knowledge, any uh, accidents that any people of Harvest uh, were involved with. Can we say thank you, Jesus, for that? Let's thank God for that. Also, there's the link right there that you can share that too. And we're live in both our app and our website. So we're live everywhere except, of course, Facebook and Instagram because we cannot go live to those tonight because Facebook and Instagram are down. I want to give you a couple more minutes to share tonight. I want to share a word with you tonight, and uh, we're going to see God do some amazing things. Yes, I see you. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to believe God to do some amazing things, even through our stream tonight. And then, of course, let's thank God for technology, y'all. Technology gives us the ability to be able to not let snow stop the show. So isn't that amazing? Snow still didn't stop the show today. And we certainly thank God for that. Thank God no accidents or injuries or, or anything like that to any folks that are connected to Harvest that we were about at this time. So we thank God and we give him praise for that. Listen, guys, uh, of course, uh, as you are coming in, I've asked that you tell me where you're watching from. Share it tonight. I want to give folks just a few minutes because people are getting reacclimated and reoriented and all of that because they're used to, particularly if they're used to going on to Facebook, they may be used to doing that tonight. But again, Facebook and Instagram are down, which today is really an interesting thing because sometimes in life, the difference the day makes. Sometimes things in life are going to change and they're going to change quickly. And you've got to learn how to adjust quickly. You've got to learn how to move quickly in what you expected it to be into what it now is. I need you to not get so uh, hooked on to what you thought it would be or how you thought it would go. And you have to get to this point in your life to where you have the ability to move forward at a very uh, uh, a very quick pace. I need you to type this in uh, quickly, quickly. Type the word quickly in. Why? Because that's just how quickly God moves uh, to share on Facebook. You might not be able to share it on Facebook. So Facebook is still down and Instagram is still down, but uh, you can try to share it and see if it gets over there uh, to people. Again, Facebook and Instagram are down, but you can do that. God moves quickly, got it? The speed of God is always now. So when you understand that the speed of God is always now, you've got to be able to move quickly, change quickly, adjust quickly. Uh, hear me, in this year of manifestation, Everything that God does, he will do it quickly. You cannot get so attached, watch this, to the people that were in your circle. You cannot get so attached to the way you were doing things. You can't get so attached, uh, right, it won't work on Facebook, right? Facebook's still down. You can't get so attached to what was that you miss the fact uh, that God is moving quickly. The difference that a day makes is absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So God moves quickly. I want you, uh, as you type that word quickly in, and again, if you're just coming in, let me know where you're watching from. We're doing it like this tonight because there is a blizzard going on in Colorado, uh, but uh, it looks like I saw some of the streets reports on the news tonight. So it looks like it's already cleared out and we are good. Thank God for that because ain't nobody got time for snow. Ain't nobody got time for all of that. I want you to do me this favor. If you would, if you haven't already shared this, please share it. But I want you to do me this second favor. I want for you to just simply type in one thing you're grateful for. I want to start tonight by typing in one thing that we are grateful for. That's it. One thing that we are grateful for. Hey, Green Valley, got a Harvest Watch Party. Come on, Watch Party. That's what I'm talking about. Harvest Kids and everything. Yes, I love it. I love it. 
Do me a favor and tell me one thing you're grateful for today. And again, we're doing it like this because uh, of the blizzard going on in Colorado that uh, is, is, is really uh, gone uh, really at this, at this point. Grateful to be alive. I love that. Well, let's start it with gratefulness. We're going to have old school testimony. So what are you grateful? Grateful for harvest. Grateful in my right mind. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. What else? What else? What else? Grateful to be alive. Yes, that is so good. That is so good. Right. And Periscope, don't y'all, don't y'all, don't y'all uh, get quiet on me over here. Your health, my bishop, I'm grateful for you. Grateful for healing. Yes. Your health. What else? Type in one thing that you are grateful for. My kids and they've been connected to the harvest. Yes. Praise God. Another day. Yes. Man, I got praise God. It's praise God. Grateful for mercy. Yes. Chances that God gives me. Yes. Grateful man of God harvest. Praise God. Grateful for you too. Yeah, type in one thing that you are grateful for. Periscope. Now we're trying to get y'all a shot. We're coming back. Y'all there in my camera over here. We got off of Periscope some time ago to focus on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And today, YouTube Live is down. God getting you home safely for food. All right now, chance to thrive. Yes, 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 yes. What else? Come on, y'all talk to me. Something that you are grateful for. I want to hear from you because we're going to start this time tonight with gratefulness. We're going to feel this digital platform with gratefulness tonight because I'm here to tell you, Grateful people are always, watch this, great, hear me, grateful, G-R-A-T-E-F-U-L, grateful people are always great people. If you are not experiencing greatness in life, it might be because you're not grateful in life. And I need you to understand that God has been too good to you for you not to testify. God's opened too many doors for you for you not to testify. He's made too many ways for you for you not to testify. So we're going to start tonight by putting some gratefulness in this atmosphere because when you're grateful, not only are you great, but watch this. When you're grateful, you always get more. I need you to know that everything you've been praying for is connected to your gratefulness for what he's already done. I know you're expecting God to do some new things, but I need to ask you tonight. Can you give him glory for the things that he's already done? Can you tell him thank you for the things he's already done? Can you say, Lord, I bless you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise for what you've all ready done and this is so very important this is so so very important before I, I teach for just a little bit tonight when you're grateful you always get more when you're grateful you always get more when you're grateful you are great i've never seen a grateful person that's not great I always see ungrateful people that do not experience gratefulness and you need to know who you are you're the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You're the curse breaker in your bloodline. And to do those things, God wants to make you great. This is the promise we've been talking about in our series, GOAT, greatest of all time. This is the promise we've been talking about uh, of, of, in Genesis chapter 12. I'll bless you so that you'll be a blessing. I'll make your name great. I'll make of you a great nation and you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. This is so important, guys, that we get this principle. It's that God desires uh, for us to be great. So in understanding all of that, uh, I just want to fill this time for just a few minutes with something we're grateful for. Be grateful. I see somebody grateful that you woke up, grateful for even your struggles. Got to be grateful for your struggles. Without a struggle, there's no surge. Without uh, some suffering, there is, uh, there is not going to be any success. This is so good. Hey, listen, again, as you're coming in, tell me where you're watching from. Share the video tonight. We're not on Facebook or Instagram tonight because both of them are down. Isn't this amazing? Because I want to talk a little bit tonight. Uh, I want to talk a little bit tonight uh, about the difference that a day makes, the difference that a day makes. And when you're great, how you handle the difference that a day makes. I see you, ATL. 
I was actually supposed to be in Atlanta and uh, I canceled that particular trip and I'm so glad I did because if I didn't, I would have been diverted to another city or worse yet, stuck at the airport this morning. So praise God that I canceled it. Sometimes there are things that don't go the way that you want them to and that's because God is protecting you from something you don't know nothing about. Can I get a few of y'all on YouTube? Can I get a few of y'all on Periscope to say thank you, Jesus? Watch this. Not for the things that went the way you wanted, but can you say thank you, Jesus, for the things that didn't go the way you wanted to? Can you say thank you, Jesus, for the stuff that he shut down? Can you say thank you, Jesus, for the stuff that he shut off? Can you say thank you for the stuff that didn't happen the way you wanted for it to happen? Isn't it amazing that sometimes we can be so mad that this didn't happen and that didn't happen and that didn't happen. And God is like, baby, I need you to be thankful because had it went the way you intended, had it went the direction that you intended, that would not have been for your good. Sometimes God shuts doors that no man can open and he shuts them because God says there's something behind that door I need to protect you from. Can I tell you, I used to get sad when I would experience people that dishonored me or that or that were no longer in my life or no longer around me years ago. I used to get sad until I realized that every single time, hear me y'all, every single time God was protecting me from something that I could not see. There were certain groups and certain people that maybe the connection didn't happen the way I wanted for it to. And then uh, some months later, then all of a sudden there'd be mess, there'd be drama. And God would say, son, I was protecting you from some mess you didn't know nothing about. Can you tell God, thank you for the stuff that he shut all the way down? Can you tell God, thank you for the stuff he said no to? And while you were mad and kicking your feet and having an attitude, God said, I was doing it for your good. That relationship that, watch this, that God shut down. What you didn't understand is that uh, they had some stuff going on in their life that would have brought you in some drama. And those That business deal that didn't work out, God sometimes was protecting you from some drama. Sometimes you need to say thank you for the stuff that did not go the way you wanted for it to go. And don't even be mad about it. Just say thank you. Don't be upset about it. Just say thank you. Don't get no attitude. Just say thank you. Why? Because God says sometimes I'm protecting you from something you don't know anything about. Hey guys, listen, if you're just coming in, tell me where you're watching from and share this video on YouTube. I don't know how you share it. They posted the link. If y'all could put that link in there for them again, and then if somebody would tell us how to share it, I don't know because this is like only my second time ever going live on YouTube on how to share this video. And if you want to put this up on the screen at your TV, at your house, put it up on the screen. You can put it on YouTube and it'll put it up, or you can put it on your screen if you got an internet TV. You can put it up on your screen real big. If you're watching on your laptop, you can do the same thing if you want to see this tonight, all right? We're doing Wednesday Night Live. We're not letting snow stop our show. That's what we are not doing tonight. We're not letting snow stop our show. Hey, listen, I, I want to pray for just a few minutes, and then I want to do a very short teaching tonight because you still need to get fed tonight. And I need you to know that do not ever let circumstances stop you from doing what the Bible says is important. Don't ever let snow stop the show. Now for you, it may not be snow. For you, watch this. Maybe it's somebody that you thought was going to always uh, uh, be there for you that's not there for you anymore, right? And so now you're like, well, who's going to do it? God will raise up somebody else. Maybe maybe you're like, oh God, I, you know, what's this? What's that? What's that? But you need to know is that you don't let anything uh, stop you from what's important. You don't let anything stop you. Uh, and, and so in, in, in the years of our church, this has only happened, it happened in 2016 on a Wednesday towards the end of March where we had a blizzard and here we are in 2019, same thing. Hey, so listen, I, I wanna share with you for just a few minutes. I wanna share with you for just a few minutes. And again, if you're just coming in on uh, YouTube, let me know where you're watching from. Periscope, we're just back. This is our second broadcast 
uh, on Periscope. We, we haven't been here for a while, but we're coming back on Periscope. So good to see y'all. Y'all share this with me or share this for me tonight. Uh, those three buttons. Somebody just put it in there. Those three buttons, it looks like that's how you share it. I don't want to hit them because I don't want to stop the broadcast. All right. I don't want to start no trouble. I want us to pray for a few minutes, guys, and then after we pray, we're going to jump into uh, this word tonight that's going to help you. I want to teach you about how great people handle, watch this, the difference a day makes. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you, and we honor you, and we thank you, sir. This is the day that you have made, and so we shall, and we are rejoicing, and we are made glad in it. We thank you, Father, uh, for the ability of technology that allows us to continue to go forward that allows for us to continue uh, to uh, move in the things that you have ordained that allows for us to continue to be able to reach people and change lives even through technology thank you that snow doesn't stop the show we pray for safe travel for those that are still traveling to their destinations to their homes wherever they're going we pray for protection for them protection over their lives in Jesus' name, and we pray over this time where the word's about to go forward. We declare that our spirits are that our spirits are ready to receive the word tonight, that we are open and ready to receive, that we block out all uh, uh, things that would distract us, that we block out anything that would block us, that we block out anything that would try to pull us in a negative direction. We rebuke discouragement right now. We rebuke depression right now, and we decree and declare by faith tonight that we're going to receive something supernatural in this atmosphere tonight. I declare that even while I'm sitting in my home studio, that something is going to transmit even through these cameras to those that are watching, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to be palpable, and we're going to see something purposeful come forth. We rebuke the enemy. We rebuke demonic attacks. We rebuke witches and warlocks and foolishness from attaching itself to any of us. We decree and declare that tonight, even through something digital, come on and pray with me, y'all, even through this digital means tonight, that we're going to see signs, miracles, and wonders. We decree and declare that nothing will impede the flow of the word tonight. And we declare that the blood of Jesus that was shed for us 2,000 years ago, that that blood is being played right now. In the name of Jesus, even through this broadcast, and that the blood is meeting you at your house. It's meeting you if you're still traveling to get to your home. It's meeting you wherever you're at tonight. It's meeting you in Dallas. It's meeting you in Indiana. It's meeting you in Aurora. It's meeting you wherever you at. Nothing will stop the show. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. I speak shalom into your life. That means nothing is missing and nothing is broken and nothing is lacking and all is well. In the name of Jesus, Father, we decree and declare that you'd come against anything that's coming against us. Your word declares that the armory of the Lord will be unleashed against those who would come against God's people. So, Father, we say, loose your armory tonight in Jesus' name. Loose your armory against sickness. Loose your armory against depression. Loose your armory against enemies. Loose your armory against those that talk negatively about us. Loose your armory about situations that try to oppose our forward progress. That's an enemy. Loose your armory tonight. And fathers, finally, we seal that this word would shift something in us tonight. Father, it's interesting that tonight Facebook is down and Instagram is down. Yesterday they were working. In other words, Father, we've got to learn how to adjust when the game changes. And I declare that something tonight, hit out of a whole shot, something tonight would shift in us that would allow us to be able to move quickly when the game has to change because the game is changing and tables are turning in our favor. That's what we prophesied tonight, that every table that we're sitting at, it's turning in our favor. Everything that looked like it was a negative tonight, you're turning it into something positive. Everything that looked like it was decreased tonight, you're turning it into increase. 
everything that looked like it was failure. Tonight, you're turning it into success and victory, and we thank you that it is so in Jesus' name. I need somebody to type amen right there. I want to teach you for just a few moments. Of course, we are in when normal church. We're in our series, GOAT, the greatest of all time. Uh, that's what that stands for, G-O-A-T. And of course, obviously, Jesus is the greatest. I'm telling you, God is amazing. God can step into nothing and turn it into something. He can speak to dirt and turn it into a healing balm for eyes, or spit in dirt and turn it into a healing balm for eyes. He's got the ability to speak to the earth and tell it to turn to a certain degree, and it hasn't stopped turning that certain degree since he said it, he has the ability to set the sun in the middle of the universe and make the planets circle around the sun and circulate around the sun and not one planet hit one simply by his word. The God that we believe in is bad, y'all. And by bad, I mean good. And if he can do that, he can deal with your life. He can deal with your situation. He can deal with your children. He can deal with your marriage. He can deal with your family. There's nothing that you are facing that God has not already been to. The Bible says that he knows the ending of a thing before the beginning of a thing, which means by the time you get to it, God's already given you a way out of it. Are you hearing me? By the time you get to it, God has already given you a way out of it. In essence, God says, I've already been through your whole life and I walked it from the beginning back or from the ending uh, all the way to the beginning. And there's nothing that you're about to face that I've not already been to. See, what you're facing may seem like, watch this. God, it seems difficult. It seems tough. It seems confusing. God's like, I've already been there. Can I teach you something before I get into this word uh, tonight? Let me teach you something. It is deja vu, deja vu. You've heard of deja vu, right? Most people have heard of deja vu. It is where you get this sensation that you have been in this particular experience before. Deja vu says, I feel like I've been here before. I feel like I've had this experience before. This seems significant. This seems like I've been here before. And here's what's unique about deja vu, y'all. Deja vu is actually scriptural. Oh, yes, it is. What deja vu is when your spirit intersects with your natural experience. See, before you were formed in your mother's womb, the Bible says that God knew you and God sent you for the time you'd be needed most. That's Jeremiah chapter one. He says to Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I'm going to move it down a little bit. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and ordained you a prophet to the nations, which means uh, life actually began before conception, because before you got a body, you were with God in heaven as a spirit. Got it? You are a spirit that lives in a physical body that has a soul. That's your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. So check this out, y'all. Hear me. Whenever you experience deja vu, you feel like I've been here before. That is because your spiritual experience is intersecting with your natural experience. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes that he has put uh, eternity into your hearts. Eternity uh, into your hearts. Eternity into your hearts. That's Ecclesiastes 3.11. Eternity there literally means the realm of heaven. So God has placed heaven in you so that when we get to the earth, we're not trying to die to get to heaven. We're living well to bring heaven to earth. Y'all not talking to me, YouTube. I need y'all to talk to me. Now, what's significant about that is that since uh, eternity has been placed in us and since God has placed in us the realm of heaven, here's what that quite literally means. That means that everything we're going to face, God has already been there, done that, and beat that. Come on here. He's already been there, done there, and beat that. I'm going to say it one more time. He's already been there, done that, and beat that. So the reason he says not to worry is because he says when you're worried, you're not being spiritual. Come here. When you're worried, you're not walking in the realm of the spirit. You're not walking with authority. 
You're worried because you're being natural. You're worried because you're looking at it through the lenses of your natural man and not your spiritual man. Your spirit's already been here. This is the reason why whenever you experience deja vu, deja vu is when your spiritual experience is intersecting with your natural experience. And it's God's way of telling you, you've been here before. You've already beat this. It's, it's heaven's way of saying you're right on schedule. Can I tell some of you that have been experiencing that? Is it's heaven's way of saying to you, you are right on schedule. You're in the right time at the right place doing the right thing. I'm going to say it again. You're in the right time at the right place doing the right thing. God says, I've already been there. I've already done that. I've already beat that. So I don't need you to worry because we've already handled that mortgage situation. I don't need, let me prophesy. I don't need you to worry because we've already handled that marital situation. I don't need you to worry because we've already been here. We already beat this and I placed eternity in you so that when you got to the earth, you wouldn't live like a regular human. You need to realize you're not some regular human. Oh my God, I need y'all to talk to me tonight. You're not some regular human. You're not some bump on the log. You're not somebody that's just going through life saying what the end is going to be. Quite the contrary. The Bible says eternity is in you. Heaven is in you. Which means everywhere I go, I am not a thermostat reading the atmosphere. I am a thermometer. I am setting the atmosphere, which means you're going to have to come up. And some of you need to get used to people not liking you because you make them come up. Some of you need to get used to people talking about you because you make them come up. Some of you need to get used to not being able to have a big circle. Matter of fact, if you got a big circle, something might be wrong because Jesus said, woe unto you if all men speak well of you. If you got a small circle, you got to learn how to keep your circle tight so you can keep it right. I'm going to teach you something right there. Keep your circle tight so you can keep it right. Uh, what you need to know is you need to get used to people, you aggravating people because you make them come up. And here's what they'll say. They will say, well, should not get credit for this, not realizing you're not there to give them credit for the mediocrity. You're there to bring them up into the miraculous. You are there to make them the goat. I need somebody to just type in, I'm the thermometer. That's what I am. I set the temperature. It doesn't set me, uh, which is which is why today, even while the blizzard was going on, I was on the phone with somebody. And I said, I think I'm going to run over here. And they said, sir, you can't go do that. You can't. You can't run over there and go do that. I said, listen, I don't subscribe to this. I said, listen, I know it's blizzarding for everybody else. I said, but I, I don't subscribe to this. There's some things you need to end your subscription to today. You need to end your subscription to feeling like you're not good enough. You need to end your subscription to feeling like you don't have what it takes. You need to end your subscription to discouragement. You need to end, some of you have appointments with depression. For some of you today, today has been a rough day for you, not because of the snow, but because you didn't have to deal with you all day and you couldn't get on Facebook and you couldn't get on Instagram and you had to deal with yourself. I'm going to tell you, you need to end your subscription to depression. You need to end your subscription to drama. You need to end your subscription to mess. God be for you. And if God be for you, I want to ask you the question, who in the world would dare be against you? You are the thermometer. So you need to end your subscriptions to some stuff. You need to end your subscriptions to that sickness. You need to end your subscription to that disease. You need to end your subscription to family drama. You got to end your subscription and you got to do it today. I want to... I want to teach for a few moments uh, just from this, this topic, the difference a day makes. I want to feed you tonight, and then I'm going to let you get to your night. I'm going to feed you tonight. I'm going to let you get to your night, all right? I'm going to feed you. I'm going to let you get to your, your night. Yesterday in Denver, in the Denver metro area, it was approximately uh, uh, 60 degrees yesterday. Uh, it was approximately 60 degrees yesterday. Uh, in fact, yesterday evening, it was relatively warm, and, and quite frankly, it felt like spring. 
uh, and the reality is, is spring is getting ready to start in a few weeks. A uh, few weeks. Uh, today, today, yesterday, when I asked Alexa, I have uh, two women uh, in my life uh, that uh, that have a lot of influence. One is Siri, one is Alexa. All right, and I guess actually Siri, I changed the voice to a male voice. I got a male and a woman that have influence in my life, and uh, and I and, and and I asked, I said, Alexa, what's the weather today? In Denver, she told me what it was going to be, and then she said, um, "And by the way, tomorrow there's a blizzard warning in Denver." Now I need you to hear me. So I look outside and I say blizzard, and then I walk outside and I said, "Girl, what you talking about? The weather is phenomenal." And look, so you have lost your mind. The weather is phenomenal. The weather is good. There's no way there's going to be a blizzard tomorrow. I need you to hear me. Yesterday. It was 60 degrees, felt great outside, felt wonderful. In fact, in the evening time, it even felt like spring yesterday. I need you to catch this. It felt great. Then today, 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 we have blizzard conditions that have canceled thousands of flights, hurricane force winds, and uh, several inches of snow. Listen to me. Yesterday, hear me, y'all. I'm ministering. Yesterday, it was 60 plus degrees, warm weather, felt good. Sun was out. Even in the evening, it felt good. Today, we have hurricane force winds, several inches of snow, and, and ice and all that. We got all of that going on today. Now, here's what I need you to see. What's significant about this, y'all? What's significant is yesterday, the, the weather was one way. Had I planned for today based on what happened yesterday, I would have been unprepared. Woo, I need you to catch that. Some of you in life, you have been making plans for life based on yesterday, not realizing the difference that a day makes. I, I'm, I'm gonna need you to hear me. I'm gonna need you to hear me because this morning, even as I was driving into the campus, because I don't like to watch the news to find out what the weather really is like, right? Because they're gonna show you the worst stuff. They send their teams to the worst places. They want to tell you the worst stories. I didn't want to see that. I wanted to see, I wanted to see, I wanted to see what it was for myself. And that's when I make the decision. Because y'all know I don't like canceling church. I don't like canceling church because I think it's a bad practice. If everybody gets used to you canceling, everybody's going to think you're canceling. And I, you know, listen, they didn't cancel. They didn't, they ain't going to cancel work for many people tomorrow. Um, so, you know, I don't like doing that. And, uh, and so I went out and as I was driving, I said, this is bad. My, my car was just slipping and sliding. I said, what's the purpose of four-wheel drive if this thing is just going to slip and slide? That thing was slipping and sliding and sliding to the left, sliding to the right. I thought I was in a dance video. That thing was slipping and sliding as I was going in uh, what's normally a short drive and end up taking me a very uh, a much longer time to get to the campus. The wind was blowing, and as the gusts were coming in, it was it was literally pushing my car uh, along the along the ice. I was on 225, and I was my, literally the gust came in, and it it moved my car over to the side. And uh, the 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 uh, it wasn't a lot of snow. The wind was the issue. The blowing wind, hear me, made the storm look worse than what it really was. And it took something small and made it large. Hear me. For some of you, what you're dealing with, the issue isn't the issue. It's what comes with the issue. See, for you, the betrayal isn't the problem anymore. Now you don't trust. Come here. For some of you, the issue isn't uh, 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 the, the people talking about you that it's the issue. Now it's trying to figure out who can, who can, you, who can you run to, who can you trust to. Who can you believe in? For sometimes 
It's the wind that comes with the issue that's the issue, not the issue itself. I, I need some of you to understand, you're not actually dealing with the problem. You're dealing with what comes with the problem. Talk to me, y'all. You're not dealing uh, with the actual issue itself. You're dealing with what comes with the issue. So as conditions deteriorated, the roads did. But uh, 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 the, the issue also, though, didn't seem to be the storm, uh, uh, if you will. The issue seemed to be the response to it. There were no, uh, where I was, the, there was no trucks. There was no trucks. In fact, certain areas, it literally looked like no truck had been through to plow through to get through that snow at all. I, I need y'all to hear me. It looked like nobody had plowed through that snow at all. And so now I, I want to give you some examples. Watch this of situations in the Bible where there was the difference a day made. Yesterday, the weather was great. It looked like springtime. Today, it was blizzard conditions with hurricane force winds that took a little bit of snow and made it look like a whole lot. Can I tell some of you, stop making your problem bigger than it really is. It's not that big. It's what comes with the problem that makes it look bigger than what it is. And I need you to know that your God is bigger than that. I need you to know that the God in you is bigger than that. Can I take it another further? I need you to know that you're bigger than that. God has not brought you this far. God has not brought, that's right, son, you need to play. God has not brought you this far in order for you to now crumble, crack, and, 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 and break down behind this. You better hear me, hear me clearly. Um, the reality is uh, uh, the difference a day makes. The difference a day makes. Now, I, I want to read you this scripture, and this scripture is going to help you really, really, really good. It says this. Acts 14, 22. Acts 14, 22. I just want to teach you how great people handle the difference a day makes. Acts 14 and 22. I'm going to read it to you. I want to read it to you. I'm going to read it to you in a few different versions so that you can hear it. All right. Somebody needs to type that in. The difference a day makes. All right. If you don't prepare yours, you're great. And so great people need to prepare for the difference that a day makes. Acts 14, 22. And I love y'all. Y'all are commenting really good. Here's what it says. Acts 14, 22. It says, strengthening, this is NIV. It says, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom, they said. Let me read it to you, English Standard Version. Strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, and saying that through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom. Check this out, y'all. It says, only through a lot of trouble are you going to enter the kingdom. Now, I need you to check this out. Only through a lot of trouble are you going to enter the kingdom. So let's find out why that's important. Matthew 6.33, flow with me, says, seek ye first the what? Kingdom. What's the kingdom, guys? The kingdom is heaven's attributes in the earth. It's God's MO. It's how God does things. Luke 17.21 teaches us that the kingdom is where, guys? In us. So the kingdom of God is not a building. The kingdom of God is not a piece of paper. The kingdom of God is a people. Hear me. We are the kingdom. I need you to get that. We are the kingdom. Why, Bishop? The kingdom's in us. Heaven's attributes on earth are in us. I even hit that a little bit on Ecclesiastes just a minute ago. By the way, I got Sunday's experience playing behind me and our Apple TV channel, all right? The kingdom's in you. So the kingdom is a people. We are the kingdom. So when somebody says the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, what are they talking about? Us. They're talking about those that believe in Jesus. And if tonight you don't believe in Jesus, I'm going to give an invitation. And you're going to have an opportunity to come to Jesus even tonight while we got to stream it because of the blizzard that's going on. All right, the kingdom's in you, which means everywhere we go, we're supposed to man manifest heaven's attributes. We're supposed to be what? 
thermometer, not a, or excuse me, a thermostat, not a thermometer. Everywhere we go, we're supposed to change it. If you being there hasn't made it better, you are off your assignment. Come on. If you being there hasn't improved it, you're off your assignment. If you being there hasn't made something increase or get better or go further, then you are off your assignment. Everywhere you are, you are supposed to manifest heaven's attributes. Now, question is, what are heaven's attributes, Bishop? Romans 14, 17. I'm going quickly with the scriptures. Romans 14, 17 says, heaven's basic attributes are righteousness. That's right, standing with God. All right, all right. That's good character. Okay, okay. And peace. So what this? It says uh, righteousness. That's right standing with God, which means everywhere I go, people should want to get right with God. Come here. Everywhere you're at, people should want God. Everywhere you're at. Y'all remember in the South, if you grew up in the South, when people came around the preacher, they would stop cussing. If, if you grew up in the South, uh, you could be on the corner. Somebody could have a 40 ounce in their hand and, 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 and smoking on something else at their other hand. And if the preacher came by, they said, oh, they put it behind their back and say, oh, excuse me, Rev, excuse me, Rev. They did not want to be seen with those things in their hand because when they saw the preacher, hear me, they saw the kingdom. And when they saw the kingdom, they had to watch this. They wanted to get right with God. Oh, talk to me. Can I tell some of you? That God says you're supposed to be so impactful that when people get around you, they want to get right with God. When they see you, they want to come to your church. When they see you worship, they want to worship like you. When they see you dance, they want to dance like you. When they see you praise, they want to praise like you. When they see you, they want what you have. Are you hearing what I'm saying, y'all? Okay. We should. The attributes of the kingdom is that when people see us, they should want to be right with God. Then it means good character. That means everywhere I'm at, good character should be shown forth. Good character doesn't mean perfection. It just means blameless. What does blameless mean? See, perfect means I did every single thing right. I dotted every I, crossed every T. You're a human. That's not going to happen all the time. Blameless means if I messed up, I cleaned it up. I need you to stop thinking God wants you to be perfect. No, God, what God's looking for us to do is to be faithful and blameless. What's blameless? Blameless just means when I make a mistake, I fix my mistake. I need you to realize that you are one apology away from a miracle. God Almighty, somebody listening to me tonight and watching me tonight, you are one apology away from a miracle, but your pride keeps you from apologizing, which is why the door hasn't opened, which is why the opportunity hasn't presented itself. Okay, it means righteousness, that's right, standing with God, good character, and it says, and peace, hear me, and it's peace. Peace is the word shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well, okay? So, the attributes of the kingdom, so what am I supposed to manifest? Righteousness, okay, I've defined that for you. Then everywhere I go, nothing should be missing. When I show up, the missing link should be there, hear me, nothing should be broken, hear me, nothing should be lacking, and all should be well. Everywhere I am, those are the attributes that should be there. I want us to take a few minutes because I want us to just take a few minutes to repent, just like we were in church. I want us to pray for a few minutes, uh, for a few seconds rather, to repent. Would you pray with me, Father? In Jesus' name, we repent. We repent right now uh, for areas where we have not been blameless, not because of a, a, a mistake. You, you, you're not looking for perfect people. But you're looking for blameless people. You're looking for people who, when they make a mistake, they fix it. Father, we repent right now corporately in Jesus' name, asking that you forgive us for our sins, those done knowingly and unknowingly, and give us the grace to fix them. 
Whoever we need to call and apologize to, give us the grace to apologize. Whoever we need to get something right with, give us the grace to get it right with. And most importantly, Father, wherever we're out of alignment with you, give us the grace to get that handled tonight, tonight, tonight. In Jesus' name, somebody ought to say amen. Watch. The third definition of, or the uh, attributes of heaven are joy, okay? So this is righteousness, peace, and joy. Joy means glad, and guess what? It also means great. <laughs> so Romans 14, 17. Okay, where's the kingdom? In us. What's the kingdom? Heaven's attributes. What are heaven's attributes? Righteousness, peace, and joy, okay? What's that last word joy mean? Glad and great, Everything attached to me is supposed to be great. I'm going to need you to stop selling for areas that are not great. In 2019, every area of your life is coming up. In music, this is a, at least in gospel music, I don't know if it's this way for everywhere, but in music, this is a, a signal that a choir director or music director would give to a band or choir that means modulate. Modulate means take it up. In other words, we might be at D flat, uh, we want to take this all the way up to D uh, or, or go a half step up. It means it means modulate. It means make it greater. Hear me. Every area in your life, God says it's going up. It's going to greatness. Every single area. That's why you feel so stretched. That's why you feel so perplexed is because God isn't letting any area slide through this year. I need somebody to get excited about that. I need somebody to get excited about the fact that you're not going to be able to look at one area of your life at the end of this year and not be able to call it great. I need you to get excited about that. Every area. Come on, speak that. Say every area. Speak it, y'all. Every area. Speak it, y'all. Every area. Say it, y'all. Every area of my life, it's going up. It's going greater. Every single area. Shout out of a hope. Now, now stay with me, y'all. Now, Daniel 7, 18 says this. So remember, we're talking about the difference a day makes. All right. And remember, Acts 14 says we enter the kingdom through what? Tribulation. So now I'm defining the kingdom. Okay. That's what I'm doing for you. Okay. Daniel 7, 18. But the saints of the most high, that's us, shall receive the kingdom. That word receive means take it. And possess the kingdom forever and ever and ever. So to take and possess the kingdom, he makes us kings. And to make us kings, watch this, he allows tribulation. And that tribulation causes us to do what? Watch this, manifest the kingdom around us. Wow. I'm going to say that again. To take and possess the kingdom, he makes us kings. Okay? All right. And Acts 14 says that it's tribulation that makes us kings. And causes us to manifest the kingdom around us. When we talk about a year of manifestation, what you really need to understand is that it's hell that pulls heaven out of us. God, I want to run. It's hell that pulls heaven out of us. I'm going to say it a third time. It's hell that pulls heaven out of us. It is betrayal that pulls blessing out of us. It is hurt that pulls heaven out of us. It's hell that pulls heaven out of us. He says, through many tribulations, you will possess the kingdom. So when we say a year of manifestation, you need to know it's a year where hell is pulling heaven out of you. See, before when you went through, you were just going through trying to get through. This time when you get through, heaven's coming forward. Come on, talk to me. This time when you get through, heaven's manifesting. This time when you get through, heaven's coming forth. I need you to get excited. 
that hell is pulling heaven out of you. God Almighty. Now, here's the meaning of tribulation. Flow with me. I'm teaching you the difference a day makes. Because see, if you don't understand this, you'll go. You'll have a Tuesday where the, everything's great. Then you have a Wednesday where you're in the middle of a hurricane. And a hurricane force winds. And you'll say, what's wrong? And God will say, nothing is wrong. I'm about to pull something out of you. I'm going to use hell to pull heaven out of you. I'm going to use trouble to pull something triumphant out of you. I'm about to use mess to pull a message out of you. I'm going to use a test to pull a testimony out of you. I'm going to use hell. Come on here, y'all, to pull heaven out of you. Here's tribulation. You ready? All right. It means pressure that constricts and rubs together. Wow. Pressure that constricts and rubs together. It constricts, which means, watch this. I don't have options. Oh, God. I'm talking to somebody where you feel like you're out of options. I'm talking to somebody where you feel like, God, I don't know what to do. God, I don't know how I'm going to get that accomplished. Am I talking to anybody? I don't know how I'm going to figure that out. I don't, I, God, it seems like I, 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 I don't know how I'm constricted. I'm constricted. What are my options? I don't, I don't even think I have that many options. I'm constricted. Hear me. Got it? It means constricts. And watch this. When it constricts, it, watch this, it rubs together. Not only am I constricted, because see, some of you trying to figure out what am I going to do about my, where I live? What am I going to do about my house? What am I going to do about my money? How am I, how, where am I going to get that offer for 500 or for 100K in a day? Now, where am I going to get this for my kids? Where am I going to get this? God, where am I gonna, you feel like you have no options. When you feel like you have no options, God's about to shake up. God's about to pull something up out of you. When you think you're constricted, heaven says, I'm about to bust a move you didn't even know was available. I'm about to do something you didn't even know was possible. I'm about to make something happen that you didn't even think was going to be able to happen. When you feel like you have no options, can I tell you, that's God. When you feel like you have no options, that is God. Right? Then it means rubs together. Not only am I constricted, but I'm rubbing together. When I'm rubbing together, that means it's like sandpaper. That means it feels like things are grinding down. It's the grind. You ever heard somebody say, I'm just on my grind, just grinding. It's just, it's just, it's just, I got to go do this. And I'm going to deal with this and I got to deal with that. And I'm sick with this and I'm mad about this and I'm frustrated with this and I hate this and I can't stand this and I don't want to do this. It's rubbing down. But what you need to know is that it's not actually grinding down. Y'all, I want to throw this chair I'm sitting in. It's actually grinding off. What do you mean? There's stuff that's on you that God says, I need to get that up off of you because that is what's keeping you from manifestation. God Almighty, I need to get that up off of you. See, you, you talk too much. So I need to grind that running your mouth thing off of you. You complain too much. I need to grind that complaining thing off of you. You, you give too much credit to people who you shouldn't be giving credit to. I need to get that up off of you. You're worried about people who ain't worried about you. I need to get that up off of you. You're more loyal to people than they have loyalty to you. I need to get that. Y'all not talking. I need to get that up off of you. So it means I'm constricted, but not only am I constricted, but he's grinding something off of me. It's like sandpaper. He's refining me. He's making me better. Now, now watch this. Watch this. Then here's the next meaning of tribulation. Remember, through many tribulations, we enter the what? Kingdom. Where's the kingdom? In us. How does it come out of us? Tribulation. Got it? It's pressure that constricts. It rubs together. But then watch this one. This one. This one. Okay, I am going to throw the chair. I'm going to throw the chair. I'm going to throw the chair. Oh, my God. Listen, here's this one. It's internal pressure that causes paralysis. Wow. 
Wow, I feel like that little boy at home alone. Wow. It's internal pressure that causes paralysis. It means, watch this, on the inside, there's so much pressure. Watch this. I don't do anything. There is so much pressure. I'm paralyzed because I don't have, I feel like I have no options. I'm in a grind. So I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm paralyzed. I am paralyzed by the analysis or by the paralysis of analysis. I feel stuck. Am I talking to anybody on this stream tonight? I feel stuck. I, 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 and there's the chip about it. This internal pressure, it, it, can, it, it might not be in one area, but it can be in another area. See, I feel stuck because I don't know if I need to say something to them or not. Oh, come here. I feel stuck because I don't know if I need to marry them or not. I feel stuck because I don't know if I'm supposed to buy that or not. I feel stuck because I'm not sure if I can accomplish what I want to accomplish in the city that I live in. Come here. I feel stuck because I don't know if I need to invest this over here or invest this over there. I feel stuck because somebody's pulling me over this way. Somebody's pulling me over this way. I feel stuck because I want to do this, but I don't know if I should do this. I feel stuck. The Bible says... It is through tribulation, pressure that constricts you. No options. Come on here, y'all. Rubs together where he's grinding something off of you. An internal pressure that causes paralysis. I don't know what step to take. I don't know what move to make. God says, when you're in that, now I'm going to use that hell. Let's call all of that tribulation hell to pull heaven up out of you. I need you to take a 10-second break, and I'm going to count you down. I need you to take a 10-second break and give God glory. I don't care if you got a house full of people. They need to shout too. Everybody in your house getting free. Everybody in your environment getting free. I need you to take 10 seconds and give God glory that he's about to use hell to pull heaven out of you. Let's do it. Let's give him glory. Come on, give him glory. 10, 9, come on, 8, come on here, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, <laughs> One, God is using that to get some glory out of your life. I need you to not be mad because here's the trip. It can change on a day. Glory to God. It can change on a day. I'm going to say it one more time. It can change on a day. The difference that a day makes. And I want to talk to you about a man. I want to talk to you about a man. I want to talk to you about one guy. I want to talk about one guy. Can I talk about one guy? I'm going to talk about one guy. You know his name. I've talked about this guy before. His name is Job. His name is Job. And you know Job. And, and, and I want you to say with me. And again, if you're just coming in, uh, um, I don't know how on Google uh, or YouTube, I don't know if you can like it, but definitely tell me where you're watching from and share this tonight. We're doing this this way because there's a blizzard that's the storm is passing over. I saw the downtown, they did a, a sky view of downtown. When they did the sky view of downtown, downtown, the streets are nice and clear. This morning, it looked, it was hurricane force winds. Tonight, the streets are clear. The difference a day makes. Oh my God. Don't judge somebody because you saw them on the wrong day. Some people messed up because they judged you because they saw you on the wrong day. My God. Some people, are, I probably am for the start of some shout music behind me. I, I had a volume down, but I probably am. All right, I'm gonna start some shout music behind me. Um, I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. Don't don't, don't judge somebody because you saw them on the wrong day. Don't say somebody ain't gonna be nothing because you saw them on the wrong day. 
Oh, because the difference a day makes. I'm going to tell somebody, don't you get discouraged in well-doing because there's a difference that a day makes. All right, let's talk Bible. Let's go Job. Bible says, Job is a man from us. It's North Africa. He feared God. And the Bible says he ran from the appearance of evil, which tells us that sometimes bad things happen to God's people. He has, thank you so much. He has 10 kids. Job has 10 kids, 10 kids. Somebody just type in 10. He has 10 kids. That means divine perfection. That means everything about Job's life is divinely perfected. Now, not perfect. Listen, but divinely perfected. Listen, not perfect, but divinely perfected. That means it's process. It's process. And the Bible says he's the greatest and wealthiest man in the East. He prayed for his family by rising up daily. He even gave offerings on behalf of his kids. Job was such a good man. Job was like, in case my kids do wrong, I'm going to sow for them. In case my kids aren't sowing, I'm going to sow for them. Got it? Which means you can be a sower and a giver, but you're still going to have to let hell bring heaven out of you. The difference is when you're a sower and a giver, on the other side of that, you're going to have a harvest waiting for you. If you didn't put no seed in the ground while you were in hell, ain't going to be no, ain't going to be no harvest for you when you come up out of it. I'm going to need you to realize your seed never sleeps nor slumbers. I need you to realize your seed works for you 24-7. In the morning, your seed works. In the evening, your seed works. All day, every day, your seed is working for you. In Job chapter 1, there's a meeting. We're just about done, guys. In Job chapter 1, are you getting some out of this, though? Uh, you know what? Although I like church, and uh, obviously I'm a pastor, bishop, all that. Oh, I love church. I sometimes like this because I can see your comments, right? And so in church, I can hear your comments. This, I can see your comments. So sometimes I like this. So thank God for it. In Job chapter 1, there is a meeting of the sons of God. Now, sons of God is a biblical term, which means angelic hosts. Angelic hosts, specifically archangels. Got it? Archangels, arch means first. So these were the angels that led the other angels, all right? These are the angels uh, that led the other angels, okay? And Satan, uh, who we call Satan today, he's an archangel. He's still an archangel to this day. Satan's there, and then God has this conversation with Satan. Satan's role, his name in Hebrew, can I teach you for a moment like your Bible college class? His name in Hebrew is Hasatan, H-A-S-A-T-A-N. It's the adversary. So Satan's a title. It's not actually a name. So Satan isn't the devil's name, and the devil isn't the devil's name. I won't get into that tonight about what it is, but because that's not what we're talking about. But those are both titles. Just like God isn't God's name, it's a title. Uh, from a 6th century Germanic term, Gudan, which means source. God's name is Yahweh, Y-H-W-H. It's short in scripture, L-O-R-D, all caps in your Bible. It's Jehovah in English, Yahweh in Hebrew. Those are the short terms. That's his name. And people gave him names as they had experiences with him. Like Abraham in Genesis named him uh, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, or Yahweh Jireh, the Lord my provider. Because when uh, he was taking Isaac up to sacrifice him on the mountain, as he was taking Isaac up on the side of the mountain to sacrifice him, the Lord provided a ram in the thicket on the other side of the mountain. So Abraham's obeying. Let me help somebody right here. Abraham is obeying by walking up this side of the mountain to sacrifice his son. At the same time, listen, Shekabaha, the same time that Abraham starts walking up the mountain to obey, God sends a ram up the other side of the mountain as he obeys. See, sometimes you don't understand your disobedience has delayed your provision. Come here. Some of you are waiting on money, you're waiting on resources, you're waiting on opportunity, and God says you're disobedient. So because you haven't obeyed to start walking up, I haven't released what your provision is. Because you won't do what I said, I'm not going to release what you need. 
I'm gonna need you to come up off that disobedience tonight. And if you know if you know you got some errors where you ain't been following the word, I just need you to say, Lord, I repent. That's changing tonight. Come on, can we be real, y'all? All right. So there's this meeting, and Satan is there, and God volunteers Job. He says, Have you considered my servant Job? Now, this is powerful. This is powerful because it wasn't Satan that volunteered him. It wasn't Satan. It was the Lord. Look at me. God has volunteered you. God Almighty. God has volunteered you for what you're going through. Wow. God has volunteered some of you for what you're going through. That's not for everybody because some people get into trouble because of disobedience. But I'm talking to somebody tonight where God has volunteered you for what you're facing. God has volunteered you for what you're, uh, what you're dealing with. God himself has volunteered you because God has volunteered you. Uh, he, he, he brings your name up in conversation. He's like, I'm volunteering Job to go through some hell because I want to bring heaven out of him. Now, I need you to catch that because in essence, God was bragging on you in front of everybody. God was like, I know, and I ain't going to call no names. God was like, I know she can handle that. I know he can handle that. Sometimes, can we be honest? Sometimes we look at stuff and be like, God, why us? Why are we dealing with that? Why? And God is like, really? I thought you'd be, I thought you, I thought you'd be happy that I could trust you with trouble. Mm. I thought you'd be happy that I could trust you with issues. I thought you'd be happy that I could trust you with this, with this circumstance. I thought you'd be happy. I gave you a compliment. We up here having a meeting, and I brought your name up in the meeting. Because remember, a few weeks ago, you prophesied that your name was being brought up in boardrooms. Well, they were having a board meeting in heaven, and your name came up. Mm. He brought your name up. You better hear me. The deal was that Satan would be able to get Job, we're just about done, to curse God. Which in context, it means to turn away from God, stop serving God, speak against God, and resent God. And here it is. Here it is. Here it is what I'm teaching you, the difference a day makes. On, let's just say it this way. On Monday, everything in Job's life is good. On Tuesday, it's spring weather. The weather's great. Everything looks phenomenal. Everything looks marvelous. And then here comes Wednesday. And on Wednesday, the rain starts, the sleet starts, the snow starts. The hurricane force winds start. Talk to me, y'all. On Wednesday, uh, 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 the snow comes in. On Wednesday, it seems like hell breaks loose. But hell is only breaking loose because God wants to manifest heaven. Watch this. On, day, on Wednesday, on Wednesday, hear me. Job gets four reports back to back in one day. Four bad reports back to back in one day. First, the Sabaeans took his 500 yoke of oxen and his donkeys. Yoke of oxen was how he made his money. Donkeys represented his cars. And they killed his servants. That means he had no help. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just ran. I told y'all I was going to run. I literally just did it. I just did it that time. I just did it that time. I just did it that time. My God. I just did it that time. They took his oxen. So they took his ability to make money. They took his donkeys. That means his automobiles. That means they took his transportation. He couldn't get nowhere. And then they killed his servants, so he had no help. Then the Bible says, fire fell from heaven and consumed 7,000 sheep. So now he has no milk. Now he has no ability to make clothing. Then the Chaldeans took his 3,000 camels and killed the servants. Then a windstorm made his children's house collapse and all of his children died. Wow. You complaining because your heat ain't working right. Hmm? 
y'all not talking to me. You're complaining because somebody wrote a nasty Facebook post about you. That's why God shut Facebook down. God will shut it down over some fools. You better hear me. <laughs> the Sabaeans took his oxen, his donkey. Uh, listen, guys, all of that happened in one day. One day. On Tuesday, it's springtime. He's going good. He, 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 they playing and they doing all this. And on Wednesday, on Wednesday, all hell breaks loose. Anybody ever been there? Anybody ever been there? Anybody ever been there? And the problem is you don't realize the difference that they makes because you will judge the entirety of the year based on Tuesday. My God. And you'll think something's wrong when Wednesday brings you some bad reports. God Almighty. But I need you to know God's getting the glory out of it. I need you to know God is bringing uh, heaven out of you and he's using hell to do it. I need you to know he's using the enemy to get something good out of you. I need you to not be sad. I need you to not be mad. I need you to not be angry. I need you to put a, smi put a smile on your face. I need to see them teeth. Show me some teeth right now. Smile right now. Why? Don't you let the devil see you sweat. Don't you let him see you angry. Don't you let him see you mad. Don't him let you see you depressed. Don't him. Don't even let him see you like that because it's all good. Why? Romans 8, 28. And we know all things work together for the good of them that love him. Show me some teeth, y'all. Watch. Amazingly, Job doesn't get mad at God. He doesn't go crazy. You want to know what Job does? Amazingly, Job falls down and he worships. He falls to his knees and he worships. This is crazy because Job's response was, shut up and worship. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. So let me just worship. And when you worship, there's two Hebrew words for lifting your hands. Yada Toda. One means to give, one means to receive. He gives his problems, he gives his issues, he gives his drama, and he receives God's peace. It's working for you. Calm down. It's working for you. It's working for you. It's working for you. I need you to hear me. It's working for you. I need you to hear me. It's working for you. Again, if you're just coming in, guys, on Periscope, we're getting back on Periscope and, or YouTube. Facebook and Instagram are down right now. If you're just coming in, uh, like the video, share this thing too so more people can get it. And uh, you can share the link with them, text them the link, what have you. And then I want to know where you're watching from. Do it on, on Periscope too. You can hit the little three buttons. I'm just about done. Job didn't use his excuse, his trouble as excuse to go back to the world, an excuse to quit coming to church, an excuse to rebel against leadership, an excuse to stop giving. God bless you. Uh, uh, because if, even if bad things happen to you, hear me, y'all, that doesn't mean you have to be bad. I need you to hear me. Just because something bad happens to you doesn't mean that you have to be bad. Sometimes what God is trying to grind off of you, remember what we talked about earlier? Sometimes what God is trying to grind off of you is your instantaneous negative response. I'm guilty. My hands are up. Hands up. My hands are up. I'm guilty. Sometimes we have an instantaneous negative response. But what we need to do is instantaneously respond and just, Father, I worship you. Father, I glorify you. Father, I magnify you. Father, I don't understand, and I'm going to shut my mouth before my mouth writes a check that my other side cannot cast. I'm going to be quiet. I don't get it. I don't get it, but I love you. I worship you, and you love me, and you love me, and I love you, and I worship you. I need you. I, can we just take Can we just take two, 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 two seconds? That's all, two seconds. Let's just take two seconds and just worship him. Let's go. Let's go. Father, we worship you. We bless you. We magnify you. We glorify that you're good and you're great and you're greatly to be praised. We thank you, Father, that you're moving in our favor. We thank you, Father, 
that great things are happening for us. We thank you, Father, that you are the God that gets all the praise. We thank you that you're the God we glorify. You're the God we magnify. I know this is longer than two seconds. Let's take a few seconds. And Father, we worship you. That means we give you worth. Uh, that means we ascribe value to you. You are valuable. You matter of fact, you are invaluable because there's no value that can be ascribed to your name. We thank you that you're the God that is the creator of everything. You're the God that creates the universe. You're the God that does incredible. You're the God that does the impossible. Glory to God. I Listen, let me finish this word. Let me finish this word. Let me finish this word. Temper tantrums, hear me, may release pressure from the moment, but it creates pain for the future because you cannot abort the process. Remember that scripture we read? Uh, through many tribulations, we possess the kingdom. We enter the kingdom. Kings are made through successfully handling pressure. You got it? The Bible says he makes us kings. Revelation 1.6. So you're made by successfully handling pressure. I'm going to need you to drop your temper tantrum. I'm going to need you to do that right now. Matter of fact, I just need you to, I don't know if there's even emoji for it or something, but I just need you to drop it right now. I, I, I release my temper tantrum. I just release it. I just release it. Some of y'all, you need to get off this. When you get off tonight, we'll be done in just a few minutes. When we get off tonight, you just need to get off and you just need to tell some people, look, I, I shouldn't even been mad like that about that. I, I, please forgive me. I shouldn't even been mad about that. I don't have time for this. I don't have time. I'm living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you. Uh-huh. Smile. All right? I release my temper tantrum. Forgive me for throwing a tantrum. Okay? After all this experience on one day, the difference a day makes. You think Job had enough. But check it out. The difference another day makes, guys. Because there's another meeting in heaven. And once again, God brings up Job's name. His name gets brought up a second time. And God makes the same exact assertion about Job as seen in chapter uh, 1. But he adds something. It's Job 2, 3. I'm going to read it to you very quickly. I'm just about done. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job that there's none like him on the earth? Blameless and upright man. Blameless. Remember, we, I defined that. And if you came in late, go back and look at this replay from the beginning. Because there's so much wisdom and revelation in this tonight. And uh, watch this. A blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shears evil. And still, he holds fast to his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him without cause. Check this out. After day one of dealing with this, you think God is like, okay, we're good. We're done. We're good. We're good. No, God brings him up again and says, you incited me against him. You said Job was going to curse me and die, just like the enemy said about you. The enemy said that you were going to give up. He said you were going to quit. He said you weren't going to be in church. He said you weren't going to be a giver. He said you weren't going to worship. He said you're going to die in your depression. He said you're going to die from your disease. He said you're going to die from that betrayal. He said you were going to be a messed up relationships, and you beat him. But then there's a difference a second day makes, because here's another day, y'all. Here's another day. God says he holds fast to his integrity. See, because you pass 28, I'm going to run again. I'm doing it. Yes, 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 yes. I just ran again. God, dog, I just ran again. Because you passed 2018's test, you thought you were done. God said, oh, no. Since you can handle that, then there's another day you're going to have to handle. Job was still thriving, and so are you. You may have some bruises. You may be working through some grief. You may not understand it all, but you are still thriving. And the fact that you're still standing and the fact that you're still thriving makes hell angry, but it makes God proud. He's been bragging about you and bragging about how you've been handling this. And that's what he did in front of this gathering of archangels, and he starts bragging on Job. And I need you to know that God has been bragging about you. He's been telling people, that's my son there. That's my daughter there. They know how to handle hell. They know how to handle tribulation. They know how to handle pain. They know how to handle drama. Because they know how to handle it, I can trust them. Now watch this. Now, what ends up happening is, is, is then there's a second day. And in this second day, 
uh, now Job's body is attacked. And you can read it for yourself. Uh, uh, Job's body is attacked. And as Job is going through this, I'm talking about the difference today makes. As Job is going through this, Job lets three people get in his ear that he shouldn't have. And this is what I need you to understand when the difference today makes. Because when you're in trials, when you're in tribulations, and, the, and God's using hell to bring heaven out of you. And again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to go back and the replay. When this is happening, you've got to be very careful who you're listening to. Because whoever has your ear has your future. Listen to me. Whoever has your ear has your future. Job lets three people get in his ear that he shouldn't have. And Job has a breakdown in chapter 3. And that breakdown lasts until chapter 42. And the scripture suggests he was able to do it in private. Can you thank God that he lets you? Sometimes you didn't broke down and nobody even knew it. Sometimes you didn't been to the edge and back and threw the towel in and nobody knew that you did it. God covers him when he needed to be covered. Can you say thank you, Lord, for covering me? Thank you, Lord, for covering me. He has three friends show up, y'all, and I'm just about done. Three friends show up. One's name is Eliphaz. That means a wise guy. He tries to act like he's wise. The second one, his name means Bell has love. It's somebody that's dealing with bitterness because they used to be loved. And then finally, thirdly, Zophar. Zophar means doubt. Got it? So he's got a fake wise guy. Got it? A bitter person and somebody filled with doubt. Hear me. You need to study the patterns of people. You need to study the patterns of people before you give them permission to speak into you. Got it? Just because they look spiritual because they shout, just because you think they know, that person looks close to Bishop, let me go talk to them. That does not mean they know what the heck they're talking about. Got it? Eliphaz. It means pretend wise guy. He, he acts like he knows a lot. He pretends to be wise. Bildad. He's bitter because he used to be loved. And Zophar, you need to doubtful. He's doubtful. So Zophar is always introducing doubt. Bildad is always introducing bitterness. He's been hurt, never healed. And the fake wise guy is saying stuff, but watch this, it ain't Bible. They're telling you stuff that's not Bible. You've got to study the patterns of people before you get them permission to speak into your life. You have to do this. If, if they're bitter, you don't, you got, because mm, 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 they're going to speak to your life and they're going to feed any bitterness in you. They're going to feed any doubt in you and they're going to feel any uh, fake wisdom in you. Now, the Bible says they give a mixed counsel. And I said, you got to be careful who you run to when you're going through, because every attack against you, listen to me, begins with a conversation. If, if God wants to change your season, he brings a man of God into your life, he brings a man of God to speak a word into your life. If Satan wants you to curse your season, he brings a person into your life. You better hear me. If God wants to bless you, he uses a man of God to release a word into your life. If Satan wants to get you to curse yourself, he will bring somebody into your life. Every attack against you begins with a conversation. Got it? If Satan wants to destroy you, he sends the wrong person at the wrong time with the wrong words to keep you from the right thing. And people will try to talk you out of what they wish they had. But despite mixed counsel in, in chapter 8, verse 7, Bildad. Now remember, Bildad says one thing that's good in Job 8 and 7. He says, though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. And that's exactly what happened for Job. That's exactly what happened for Job, y'all. Job, you know the story, uh, and maybe you don't know the story, so let me tell you the story. At the, end of, uh, at the end of the book, in Job chapter number 42, in Job 42, and I just want to read it to you so that you can see this. The difference a day makes. The difference a day makes. You got, you got to hear me, guys. You got to hear me. The difference that a day makes. This is so very important. 
because God's using hell to bring heaven out of you. But if you don't understand that uh, uh, the enemy sees what God is doing, how do you think those friends, the Bible says when those friends first got there, they said nothing. And then all of a sudden, these friends started giving Job mixed counsel. Y'all better hear me. Somebody say, imagine us all in church. I know y'all be tearing church up by now. Shoot, I would be tearing. I would have ran off the stage four or five times. The music would be going, dun, 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 dun. All right, watch this. The Bible says that God says something very powerful. I want to read it to you in Job 42, and then, and then I'm, I'm going to do an invitation, and then we're going to give, and then, and then we're done tonight. Has anybody been blessed by this word tonight? Just so you know, this wasn't what I was going to minister. The Lord literally changed it two minutes before uh, I went live, literally two minutes before I went live, and I said, come on, Lord, let's go. Job uh, 42 and 7, it says, after the Lord has spoken these words uh, to Job, because in Job 42, verses 1 through 6, Job repents. Uh, Job says, Lord, I know you can do all things and no purpose can be thwarted uh, of yours. He says, who is this that has counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I've uttered what I did not understand. Job says, I said stuff I didn't know nothing about. He says, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Here and I will speak. I will answer. Uh, I will question you and you will make it known to me. I've heard of you by the hearing of ear. He says, but now my eyes see you. Job said, Lord, after going through this, I know you the real deal. Can I tell some of you that what you've been going through, God says, I'm using it so that you know beyond the shadow of a doubt just how real I am. Because although you say you believe in me, there are parts of you and there are days you have where you don't fully believe in me. You don't fully trust me. You don't fully think I'm there. And truth be told, sometimes you would be guilty of being an atheist because there are some times where you don't even believe I'm the real deal. And proof you don't believe it is because you don't do my word. Job said, I heard it. I've been hearing it for years. I did all the right stuff. I've been giving offerings. I did all the right stuff until I went through hell, the difference a day makes. And when I went through hell, that hell helped me to finally see you for myself. Somebody needs to give God glory that you're finally seeing him for yourself. All right. He says, therefore, I despise myself and I repent in dust and ashes. So he repents. Got it? Verse seven. Then the Lord, uh, after the Lord spoke these words to Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz, one of the friends, my anger burns against you and your two friends of yours because you didn't tell Job what was right about me. You told him what you wanted to say, not what I said. Now, therefore, take seven bulls, seven rams and go to uh, my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourself. So God tells these three friends, y'all go give Job an offering. Go give Job an offering because you were wrong for what you told him. You told them stuff, watch this, remember, bitterness, doubt, and fake wisdom. You told them stuff that made him bitter. That's why his breakdown was so long. From chapter 3 to chapter 42, the reason some of y'all have been in the same stuff for so long, you're like, why, 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 why? God says you got an Eliphaz, and, and, and you got a Zophar, and you got a Bildad around you. You have got people around you that are feeding your doubt feeding your bitterness, and they have fake wisdom. What they're telling you is not what my word says. They're telling you to do the opposite of my word. They're telling you to live your truth. Forget your truth. What is his truth? They're telling you to just trust your heart. The Bible says your heart is filthy and wicked beyond uh, uh, any form of evil. That's your mind. Who can know it? No, you shouldn't follow your heart. You should follow the word. Your heart will lie to you. Your heart will do what's convenient and comfortable. All right? Y'all not talking to me now. Y'all got quiet on me now. He says, take him an offering. So Eliphaz, they, they took him an offering. And the Bible says Job prayed for his friends and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. God was about to kill. Hear me. He was about to kill Eliphaz, Zophar, and Bildad. God says, I'm about to take y'all out because y'all have been delaying. Oh, God. Y'all have been delaying them. 
It took Job this long to get out of this mess because y'all delayed him. I'm going to tell, let me prophesy now. I feel that mantle. There it is. God says to some of you tonight, what you need to understand is that there are people that around you that have been creating the delay because they've been feeding your doubts. Hear me. They've been feeding your doubts. They've been feeding you with bitterness and they've been feeding you with fake wisdom. And God says that tonight, he says, when you pray for them, I, we're going to do it right now. Father, we pray for everybody around us. We pray, Father, for those that we may not know about that are our Zophars and our Bildads and our uh, uh, Eliphazes. And, uh, and Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for them tonight, just like Job prayed for his friends. And we say, Father, forgive them for maybe they do not what they were doing. And if they didn't know what they were doing, we still say forgive them and we release it to you. Open our eyes so we can see clearly who Zophar, who Bildad, and who Eliphaz are. And Father, we won't hold bitterness. We won't hold malice. We won't hold resentment. What we will do is pray for them just like Job did. There's no more delay. Now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to rise up and to possess the kingdom. It's in us and it's manifesting outside of us now. In Jesus' name. I need somebody to type amen right there, guys. I'm just about done. I need you to type amen right there. And here's the end of the book. Verse 10. And the Lord restored the fortunes of Job. Woo! When he had prayed for his friends. When did Job get it? When he prayed for them friends. You're not ready for manifestation until you're no longer messy. I'm running again. I'm running again. That's my third run. That's my third run. That's my third run. You are not ready. Hear me. You are not ready for manifestation until you ain't messy no more. You're not ready for manifestation until you watch this. Can move on without having to stab them. You are not ready for manifest. Y'all better talk to me. You're not ready for manifestation until you are no longer melancholy about it. You're not ready for manifestation until you are no longer moved by that mess. You, you, ain't, you ain't ready for it. Someone said, I don't think you're ready. I don't think you're ready. But I think there's a few of y'all that tonight can say, Lord, I'm ready. I, I ain't got no time for mess. I ain't got no time for drama. I don't have no time for foolishness. I refuse to be that. In Jesus' name. And God gave him, the Bible says, and the Lord gave Job twice as much, twice as much. How much more? Twice. Where did it come from? Inside of him. If you, if you don't know why I said that, and it doesn't make sense to you, you got to go back to the beginning of uh, this broadcast so you can hear this whole thing. You got to hear this whole thing, guys. There's so much revelation I gave tonight. That's why I like times like this. There's so much revelation I gave. Got it? God used hell to bring heaven out of him. Twice. Twice as much as he had before. So then when Job looks back on his life, Job is like, it was good for me that I was afflicted. The difference that a day made. Wow. Here's what I want to do real quickly tonight. I want to do two things. One, we're getting ready to give. Yes, we are not in the building, but please understand that heat is still on in that building. And we still need to do what we need to do to advance our church. We're getting ready to give. Before we give, because I'm going to challenge us all. I'm going to challenge us all tonight uh, to sow tonight something. But, but, but before we give, if you're watching me tonight on YouTube or on, uh, on Periscope, again, Facebook and Instagram are down. If you're watching me tonight, we're going to give in just a moment. Uh, because, uh, if, but if you're watching me tonight and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, I got good news. God loves you with unconditional love. And just like we're in church, I'm not ending this broadcast until we give you an opportunity to come to Jesus tonight. So tonight, you need to become a Christian for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord. Or thirdly, like this moment, I don't know if things are right with God or not. I want us all to pray this together. 
want us all to pray this together. And right here, even through a digital stream, because Facebook is down and YouTube is, or, and Instagram is down, and there's a blizzard that's passed over in Denver, we're still going to, listen to me, we're still going to see some people saved tonight. Do you believe me? Do you believe that? Would you say we're going to see it? Would you say that? We're going to see it? We're going to see it? Yes, we are. You need to become a Christian. 2,000 years ago, God said the body, that body died so that you could have life and life more abundantly. If you need to become a Christian, there's forgiveness for you. Well, Mr. Foreman, I still have questions. Guess what? Guys, God has answers. See, when I, when I bought my car, or got my car, I didn't ask them. I didn't ask them every little detail about how everything worked. I had trust to believe that they knew what they were doing. That's the same way faith works with God. You don't need to know every little detail, but what about this? What about this? What you, you're asking questions you wouldn't even ask the car salesman. Don't do God like that. You're asking questions you don't even ask the restaurant. You just say, look, this is what I want. You don't ask them how they prepared and all that. You don't ask them how they do that. Yesterday I was at a restaurant and I just had a craving for it. I had to go. And I was at this restaurant, and it's one of the restaurants you can see the kitchen. And this restaurant's known. They don't always have the, the best, you know, um, looking kitchen. And so I can see the kitchen right over here, and I just kept looking ahead. I just said, Jesus' name, I'm going to bless my food. The Bible says about bless my food. It's all good, all right? Listen to me. We're going to see people come to Jesus tonight. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. Don't get off yet, y'all. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, on the count of three, wherever you're at, I just want you to throw your hand up. Denver, Dallas, Indiana, Chicago, Miami, Jacksonville, H-Town, wherever you are. I want you to throw your hands up. One, two, three. If that's you, throw that hand up. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, just throw that hand up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I just want everybody, everybody, pray this with me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. I believe that you came so that I'd have life and life more abundantly. And because of this, I am now saved. If I was far from you, we are good. Give me the grace to walk out this Christian race. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Woo! Listen, guys, I believe somebody got saved tonight. I believe that. I have enough faith to believe that God can do it. Even when a difference a day makes. I have, I believe that. I believe that. So here's what I want you to do. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or became sure, I want you to do one thing and one thing only. T take out your phone, and, or if you're looking on your phone, wherever, and text the word decision. Y'all type it in for me. Text decision to 59769. See, we've been building harvests with intentionality so that we can do it in any place. But any place. Got it? We don't need the altar workers to come and come work the altar for you. You can send a text. The text is the altar worker. We don't need to take you out into the little room so that we can get your information. Right here through digital means, we can get you an immediate text. When you text the word decision, the 59769, that way you'll be able to get that text message and it's going to show you what to do to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Isn't that good? Isn't that good, Joan? That's what we've been doing. Now listen, it's time to sow. Don't get off now. I need you to seal this word you got tonight. This was hot out the press. This is God all day, right? Literally a couple minutes right before going live, he said, shift it. So I shifted it. Here's what I want to challenge everybody that can sow tonight. I want to challenge you in your faith tonight. Job 42.10, the difference a day makes. Job 42.10, it says, and the Lord, uh, uh, and the Lord, here it is, restored the fortunes of, say your name. No, literally, say your name, open in the atmosphere. Say your name right now. And the Lord, and the Lord, hallelujah, and the Lord restored Bishop Foreman's folk, uh, uh, fortunes. 
when he prayed for his friends. And the Lord gave Bishop twice as much as he had before. Glory to God. So Job 42.10. I want to challenge everybody tonight to sow a seed. Now, separate from your tithes and offerings. If you need to do your tithes and offerings, your normal tithes, offerings, love offerings, first fruits, do that. Tithe is the first 10% of any gross form of income. The offering is everything we give above the first 10%. That's how we see increase. First fruit, that's what you give me. You receive a raise, a consistent bonus, or start a new job. You get a $1,000 a month raise on your job. You get, uh, a, that's called a first fruit. Think of the pre, a first apple off of an apple tree. That's the first fruit. A tithe would be a tenth, the first tenth of that apple. And finally, a love offering. That's what you show into your man of God's life so that the favor that's on me rests on you. Now, here's what I need you to get. I want to challenge everybody to sow a seed of $42.10 for that word, to seal this word. I want to challenge you to sow it. If you don't have a 42.10, then, then, then sow what you can as close to that number. As close to that number. I want to challenge you. I'm going to do it. I just can't do it now because my phone is in front of me, so I can't do it. And I use text to give. Actually, wait a minute. I can, I can do it through the computer. Yes, I can. Come on here, computer. I'm going to sow my seed, and we're going to, and we're going to pray for it. If you want to give through Cash App, y'all put in the Cash App symbols. You can do it through Cash App. Uh, it's the dollar sign Bishop Foreman or the dollar sign Harvest Church Give. If you want to sow it as a love offering to me, it's the dollar sign Bishop Foreman. If you want to sow it to the church, it's the dollar sign, uh, it's the dollar sign uh, Harvest Church Give. Boom, there it is. Thank you so much. And if you got an apple, come on here, apple. If you have an apple... I can actually sow my seed of 4210, boom, just did it right here through my laptop because I can send text messages from my Apple laptop. Bam, there it goes. I didn't even need my phone, and I text again. Come on here. Apple, praise him. I bet you was a Facebook. I bet you was an Android user that made Facebook good. I'm, I'm just joking, guys. I'm just playing. All right? All right? Hey, listen, I want to challenge you to sow. I'm sowing. I just sowed. When you sow it, let me know that you've done it. When you sowed it, let me know that you've done it. And I actually, we brought up, we put a special system in so that I can, can do that. I see you. I see you. I see you sowing. I see you sowing. I see you. I see you sowing. Come on, keep sowing. I want you to do it. I want you to do it. I see you. I see you, Christina. I see you, Karen. I see you, Sherm. I see you. I see you sowing. I see you, Bishop. I see you. I see you. I see you. Get as close as you can. You said, Bishop, I don't have the 4210. So, so, so what you can, so 40, so 35, so seal this word tonight, guys, seal this word tonight, seal this word tonight, seal this word tonight, seal this word tonight. I see you. I see you, Carla, on Cash App. I see you. They set it up so I'd be able to see you. Text to give. You can use text to give. We're going to get a question on Periscope. Text to give. If you want to use text to give, you'll text the amount to 84321. So you do 4210 to 84321. And then you'll put in the zip code 812. You put in the zip code 812, you'll see the Harvest V, and that's where you want to be. You can also do it to the Harvest app. To do that, you can text Harvest to 59769. You can do that. You can do the Harvest app to 59769. I see you. I see you. I see you, Samantha. I see your seed. I see you. I see you. I see you, Keys. I see your seed. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you, Earl. I see you, Embria. I see you. I see you. I see you, Kimberly. I see you. We set it up tonight just so I'd see it since we're digital. I see you coming through on Cash App. I see you, Tiana. I see your seat. Why are you calling up names? I, because your name is being brought up. Yes, your name is being brought up. Your name is being brought up. You got the app, so copy. Got the app, so copy. Okay, does copy mean you understand? I just want to make sure I'm with you. I see you. I see you. I see you, Bree. I see you. I see your seat. 
I see you. I see you, Santavi. I see your seed. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see you, Covetta. I see your seed. I see you. Come on, sow your seed. Sow your seed, guys. Keep coming. There's so many coming in. So many. I see you, Rhonda. Come on, sow your seed. I see you, Cleo. I see you. Sow that seed. I see you. I see you. I see you, Johnny. I see you. I see you. I see you. Come on, sow. Keep sowing, guys. Keep sowing. Keep sowing. I'm believing God's bringing your name up tonight. Sow your seed. Get as close as you can to it. Y'all put the link in there for them again. Harvest Church, that church forward slash give. If you need to click out to do it right now, you do that right now. And then as soon as you sow, come right back so I can seal this time with prayer. Don't, don't leave without me sealing you with prayer. I don't want you to leave just sowing. Let me seal you now with prayer. Soon you sow, if you got to hop off the, the broadcast, if you have YouTube Red or YouTube Now or something like that, you can minimize it and you'll still be able to hear me. Thank you so much. There's the link. Y'all put the cash app symbols in there for them again. Come on, keep sowing your seed, guys. Let's keep sowing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, uh, hallelujah. Keep sowing. Keep sowing. Keep sowing. Keep sowing. I see you, woman of God. I see you. See? I see you. I see you. See? I see you. See? Keep sowing. Keep sowing. Keep sowing tonight. And then as soon as you get off, come right back on. Thank you so much. This is a Harvest Church Give. If you want to give through Cash App that way, I see you. Elijah, I see your seed. Sow your seed tonight. Sow it. Seal this word tonight, guys. Seal this word tonight. The difference. Hey, KB Hosha. A day makes. I see you. Keep on sowing. Keep on sowing. Keep on sowing. Keep on sowing. Somebody might say, Bishop, I want to. I want to sow more than that. Sow more than that. You can sow more than that. You don't stop at that. You can sow more than that. I see you. My God, come on, church. Come on, keep sowing. My God, come on, keep sowing. And you'll notice as your pastor, I didn't ask. I didn't ask you to do something I didn't do. I sowed into this word too, uh, because I believe very much so in it. So via text to give. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Guys, come on. Sow. 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 Get your seed in the ground, and I'm going to give you just a couple more minutes, and then we're going to wrap up in prayer. Get your seed in the ground. God's bringing your name up. He's bringing your name up. Your name. He's, bring, he's using hell to bring heaven forth out of your life. He's, bring, he's using hell to bring heaven out of your life because I barely use cash app. That's fine. If you have to sow in person, that's fine. Bring your seed on Sunday. Or you can drop it off at the church uh, eight to five tomorrow. You can drop it off at the church if you want to do that. If you need to do it in person, you can do that. Or uh, you can do that. Get that seed in the ground. Get that seed in the ground. I see your seed. I see Darius. I see your seed. Come on, keep sowing. Courtney, I see your seed. I see it. I see it. Come on, guys. Keep sowing. I see it. So many are coming in. So if I don't call you, don't get offended if I don't call you. So many are coming in. We just set it up so I could see it today because I knew we'd be digital. That's why we're doing it that way. All right. I don't want you to think anything nefarious about that. It's just because we'll be digital. And I wanted to make sure we can do that. There's text to give if you want to do it that way. Amen. As you Once you sow, come right back in. I want to sue you with prayer. I'm going to give you just a couple more minutes so that people can sow. While you're doing that, guys, if you got a prayer request, of any type, no request too big, no request too small. If we were at, at the building and we were having regular church tonight, prayer partners would have come forward tonight. All right, I'm a prayer partner. If you got a prayer request, no request too big, no request is too small, won't you come? Type those prayer requests in right now. I see your seed, I see your seed, I see it, I see it. Tony, I see your seed. Charlene, I see your seed. Come on, guys, come on, come on. So, 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 so. So, type in your prayer request. No request too big, no request too small. All right, type your prayer request. And once you sow, type in that prayer request. So get something in the ground, guys. Something, something. Get something in the ground. You say, Bishop, I got $2. Put that $2 in the ground. Let me tell you how powerful this is. Today, um, uh, I, I was um, listening. I was going back over some of the Bible readings on our mobile app. And I was going back over some of the Bible readings on our mobile app. One of the ones that came up 
was about the widow. The Bible says she gave two small copper coins that equaled a penny. You know what Jesus said? She gave more than everybody else. She gave more than everybody else because of her faith. That was all she had. That was all she had. So don't you think it's only $5, it's only $10. Don't you think your seed is powerful? I need you to hear me. Your seed is exceptionally powerful. So don't you ever think that's all I got. You get seed in the ground. He gives seed to the sower. I see you. Come on. So he gives seed to the sower. And I need you to understand that. And I'm a believer in it. That's why you saw me do it first. Got it? I'm a believer. You cannot lead people to a place you're not willing to go yourself. I'm going to give you one more minute, 60 more seconds, uh, 60 more seconds, 60 more seconds to get your seed in the ground. And then after that, we're going to cover this time uh, in prayer. And I pray you've been blessed. And this replay, guys, you got to listen to this. There was so much fruit of the spirit to flourish. Yes. Yes. We're praying for you. There's so much, so much wisdom and revelation that came forth tonight that I want you to go back and get and listen to. This won't be available on a podcast. So you got to look at it uh, on uh, YouTube. We might make it available on podcast. We, we'll look into that. We'll look into that. We'll let you know. All right. Get your seat in the ground. And then we're going to seal this thing with prayer. No request too big, no request too small. Keep typing those in. Type them in, type them in, type them in, type them in. Type in your prayer request. Type in your prayer request. I see you. I see you. Get something in the ground. If you can't get that 4210, get as close as you can to it. So why 4210? That's the scripture. You're far targeting your faith. You're targeting your faith. You're targeting your faith. That's why we do it. You're targeting your faith towards a specific prayer. All right? That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I see you. I see you, Control. I see you. See coming in. I see you, my There's so many. I see your seed. There's so many coming in. I see your seed. I see it. 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 Listen, I want to take this time. We're going to cover it in prayer now. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover this time in prayer. And we decree and declare by faith. And as your word has gone forth, that it is sealed. And somebody on, uh, on uh, Periscope saying uh, a podcast is awesome. Amen. We declare that this time is sealed. And we declare now, Father, uh, that every prayer request that's represented here, that you're meeting every need and you're answering with every strategy that's necessary. I decree and declare that, Father, the word that's gone forth tonight, that it would not fall on deaf ears, but that it would come to those that are hearers and doers of the word. I rebuke anything contrary to the word that's come forth. We've learned tonight. We've grown tonight. We pray over Thursday. We decree and declare that Thursday... Uh, would, uh, would be a day where we would see your hand move. We rebuke any demonic attacks. We rebuke anything that would not be for the purposes of heaven. Father, we cover what we've learned in prayer. I cover your body in prayer. I cover your health in prayer. I cover your health with the blood of Jesus. You shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. God's grace his mercy and his hand is not only upon you, but his hand is guiding you. God is guiding you. God is guiding you. God is guiding you. God is leading you. And I declare you're covered. And I declare that you're sealed now. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said, A to the men. Hey, listen, if you haven't sown your seed, so I'm going to give it to you one more time. 4210. 4210 was the seed challenge tonight. For uh, uh, the scripture, Job 42.10. And the Lord restored Job's fortunes and gave him double when he prayed for his friends. We prayed for our friends and now we're going to sow to seal this word in Jesus' name. All right? I'm standing in agreement for every prayer. 
please go back, look at the replay. Go back, look at it. Awesome. Go back, look at the replay. Periscope, y'all got to help me out. Now, if I'm going to come back on Periscope, I got to see my number. I know we started fresh and really from scratch, but I got to see my numbers go back up to where they were. We was, we was banging back in the day on Periscope. So I need to see my numbers go up. Amen. Guys, be safe tonight. If you're in Denver, be safe tomorrow. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make sure that you're safe and uh, in all of that. And we're going to move in the things that God uh, has certainly ordained for our lives. I want to ask you to do one more thing before we go. Would you type in a quick prayer for me? Would you type in a quick prayer for me? Just a quick prayer for me. Would you do that? And again, if y'all put the links in there, I, I know I had you do it. If you do it one more time for the give, put in the harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Give them the cash app, information to give. And then text to give. If you want to text to give, all you have to do is go 84321, text the amount. So 4210, 42 period or, you know, decimal, 42 period decimal dot 10. And then all you got to do is text it to 84321. When you do that, you will be able to, um, excuse me, when you do that, you'll be able to, uh, it'll give you a little link. But that link, you'll click the link, you'll put in the zip code 812. Okay, that's where the World Campus is located. And then you'll scroll and you'll see the Harvest V, Harvest Church. You click on that, you'll set it up, just a couple of clicks, and then you can use text to give. That's how I use to give. Or cash out. They've got it in there for you too. So get something in the ground. Get some seed in the ground. Because see, some of y'all are going to be waiting, wanting to harvest off this word, but you didn't seal it, all right? Put a quick prayer in there for me, would you please? I'd appreciate that. Do it on Periscope if you would too, please. Please pray for me. God's putting something big in my hands. When he puts it in our hand, my hands, he's really putting it in our hands because harvest is about us. We are using, we are seeing God use us to change lives in a great and significant way. Keep sowing, guys. Keep sowing. I see y'all are still sowing. Keep on sowing. Keep on sowing. Keep on sowing. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your prayers. Um, and uh, I will see you on Sunday. I will see you on Sunday, 9-15, 11-15. We're going to continue our series, Go. If we're able to release, thank you so much. Thank y'all for these prayers. These prayers are awesome. And uh, if if we um, if we're able to put this message on Periscope, we'll put it on or excuse me, on um, our podcast. We'll put it on podcast, and then we'll probably put it on Facebook also. Again, Facebook and Instagram are down. So thank God for YouTube. Come on, YouTube. Come through, YouTube. See you on Sunday. Shalom, everybody. Have a great night. If you haven't shared this yet, share it, guys. This replay's got so much wisdom. You gotta listen to it. It's there's so much wisdom in it. In Jesus' name. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Shalom to you all. Keep typing in your prayer requests because I'm gonna keep seeing them. I'm gonna go ahead and disconnect. If you haven't sown, get your seat in the ground. Shalom, everybody. I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> how do you stop it? How do you make it stop? How do you how do you do it? <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Oh Lord. <laughs> I don't know how to stop. How do you stop the broadcast? Is it the X? Does anybody know? Does anybody know how to do it? <laughs> Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.